This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. I am your co-host, Jessica Weckerlin. I am here with my other co-host and best friend, Laurie Wallace. Hey, hey. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. And for all you new listeners, because we are having a huge pop right now. Thank you so much. And um, I hope you're enjoying our content that we're making for you. Um, this is definitely a labor of love. Indeed it is. Um <laughs> Um, if anything we say clicks with you, we want you to share this with people. This is so important for a small business like us. The more we climb the charts, the more we can make things happen. Um, we love your support. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. You know what's so cool about podcasting too is that it's free and that yeah. you that sharing it doesn't cost anything and that a lot of podcasts that I've listened to... Um, have really helped change me and shift me. And it was a big motivator in us wanting to create our own podcast was to be able to create free things for people that mm -hmm. can really make a difference. Yeah. It means so much. Um, okay. So divine timing part two. Divine timing part two. I'm Here glad we, we broke this um, bad daddy up into a couple of episodes. Um, yeah. I mean, it because it's a deep one. I mean, yeah. we could go on about this all day if. Paul let us if we had that kind of time <laughs> but what I'm so excited about because you know when we talked last week it was so much about like the things that were kind of coming to fruition that we were recognizing now were in divine timing you know mm -hmm. like even if we didn't recognize it in the moment and that sometimes when you're creating something that's like a big shift from where you currently are and you're making these huge quantum leaps into these places where, you know, seemed really far away, but instead, like, bam, you popped into it in a couple of months. Um, that when you're asking for it and you're claiming it and you're, quote unquote, manifesting it, woman-afesting it. Woman-afesting. I um, love that term. What you really end up asking for is the lesson that you need that's going to support this expansion, that's going to get you to this quantum leap really, really quickly. And that what I mean by the lesson that's going to support the expansion is that that shit is going to probably be painful because it's, it's probably going to come, almost going to break you. Yeah, like that sometimes if you think about expanding really, really quickly, like that, that stretches you a whole lot. And that sometimes that kind of stretch, that kind of flex is um, a little painful and yeah. is often what I'm learning anyway, means that you have to start to embrace these parts of yourself that maybe you weren't so willing to like look at and embrace, you know, and that that, is the hardest of things, you know, is to learn to love that part of yourself enough where you expand in all of these ways, like we were talking about last week with the worthiness and mm -hmm. understanding your value and trusting that like, if there's something that you really want and it's not happening right away, that that's actually to your benefit, even though you don't actually see it like that. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, like, let's talk about 
manifesting the lesson. Um, some people also look at this as like a dark night of the soul kind of thing, you know, like I guess it really all is about how dramatic you're wanting to be about where you're going and what's happening. But like, I find that things usually get really, really weird and dark for me before I like expand out into these big pops. Yeah. It kind of goes back to just like the age old saying of it's darkest before the dawn yeah. kind of thing. And it's at my lowest, like when I'm in tears mm -hmm. that I'm like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Right. That it's almost literally overnight mm -hmm. of this shift where I'm like, I got it. Yeah. Or this is the thing. Or this isn't the thing. Yes. You know? Yes. And that it's um, also really disconcerting. And this is what I'm always so careful about with this conversation about like, this is how you manifest things or co-creating and, you know, like bringing things to you that you want is that that feels really yummy and exciting and it elevates you and you're like, oh my God, I can like actually take on anything or I could like totally create or do anything, you know, like I'm this limitless, awesome, amazing, you know, potential being. And then the lesson comes that's going to help you support this. And you're like, actually, I was a freaking lunatic and I didn't know it at all what I was talking about. And I was like completely out of whack with what was going on. And that we take it to such extremes, you know, where you go from these really high points to experiencing the full human lesson and potential of it. And then you're like, oh, my God, I was insane, you know. And instead of just knowing that that's part of the process and being like, okay, how do I surf with this? How do I work with this? Um, how do I believe that it's still on its way? We come off the gas mm -hmm. and sometimes take that lesson as like the dark spiral that you fall down. Right. You know? It's like you have to remain focused. You got to remember what you're doing and right. that this is just a part of what you're doing. It's not... It doesn't mean anything that you don't want it to mean. Yeah. And so how do we start to see out of that spiral for a minute and just know that like everything's cool. This is just how it feels right now. God, Danielle Laporte does such a good job of talking about like that the experience is like the sky and the emotions and the feelings are just like the clouds in the weather. Yeah. Like, that the sometimes it's cloudy and the weather's bad, but that doesn't mean it's not all happening in the sky, you know? Right, like, right. The sky's always there, you know? And that it's so indicative of the fact, like, it'll pass. The weather will pass, you know? And then the sun will come out and guess what? It's going to go down at night and it's going to come up in the morning and, like, this is just God, I fucking weather. love when we heard that talk that oh, gosh, she did. So I was like, <laughs> I get it, Danielle. Um as I was crying at my computer screen. Um, <laughs> it's the best. But it's, um, you know, you can't make permanent decisions off of temporary emotions yeah. because it's just kind of part of the ride. Right. Um, and being able to, um, I don't know if compartmentalize is the word, but being able to know what that light is at the end of the tunnel and like, not veering off on other things in the tunnel, mm -hmm. you know, and just remaining focused and staying on the ride. And like be, this is like the number one tip I would have 
for like the low spot, when you hit the low spot, is being like showing yourself grace and Mm. being patient with yourself. Like, because my tendency is always to be like, well, you're supposed to be all fucking evolved and shit, you know? And you're supposed to be the one who's like out here making other people feel better about this stuff. But like, look at how you feel right now. Yeah. You know? And so it becomes this really like, oh, I should be different than I am. Instead of being really loving and being like, yeah, lady, like this shit is hard some days, you know? And we're all going through it and you get to have a bad moment too. And right. And that when, and then when like I pop out of it 36 hours later, then I can be like, oh, see how easy I was on myself instead of being like, damn, Laurie, you were really rough on you. Like, well, yes, I love this because I mean, things only mean what we want them to mean. Right? Like, whatever it means is the meaning you assign it. God, it's so frustrating. I hate it. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I just made a video yesterday, if you guys follow me on social media, about um, like my relationship with makeup and mm-hmm. growing up with my port wine stain and blah, 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 blah. Um, and I was really surprised about the positive feedback I got. It was great. Um, well, because what I said was, you get to feel about yourself however you feel about yourself. I'm all about body positivity. Don't get me wrong. And I'm all about the self-love movement. We are light years ahead of where we were in the early 2000s with like the low-rise jeans and size double zero models. And you know what I mean? Dressing like Like, seven-year-old children. Right. Like like, I'm all about it. (laughs) And that it's okay to not love the way you look and to love yourself holy this is a revolutionary at thing at the same time yeah that you're talking about yeah that you know i'm not going to bullshit anybody if i could take back my port wine stain fuck yeah i would my life would be a hell of a lot easier absolutely you know what i mean i'm not going to sit here and be like i love it because it makes me different and it made me this person and like i i literally don't feel that way yes and i'm not going to feel guilty about feeling that way no. because it may, like it means whatever I want it to mean and it's my body. So I'm going to feel about it however I want to feel. Now that has nothing to do with manifesting lessons and what we're talking about. But but it kind of does. Things just mean what you want them to mean. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't want anyone to feel ashamed for, you know, and that was my other thing that I don't think I really stated clearly in my video yesterday was that because we're in this healing space and we're talking to people about healing, I think I feel this pressure that I have to be this fully spiritually awakened, evolved, (laughs) love myself, kumbaya. Like, no, I'm fucking human. And there are things about myself and my experiences that I am learning just like the rest of you. I'm just willing to fucking talk about it and be real about it. And there's so much... It's one of my favorite things about our company is the whole like meeting people where they're at conversation. That that is um, a noticeable point of difference, you know? Like that I don't need you to be any way for me to like see you and hold space for you and love you right where you are. Yeah. Um, Also, 
maybe not on topic, but something I heard Danielle Laporte say the other day was about like the way that we treat addiction and that, mm-hmm. you know, the revolutionary way to look at that is I don't need you to be clean for me to love you. Yeah. And for me to hold space for you and to work with you. And that that is not something that we practice or use in this country anyway, you know, right. as far as a method. And that that is not just about like substance addictions, but like that shit could be true about people that are addicted to technology. Yeah. Or to porn. Or to whatever, you know, like that there's this idea that especially when people are struggling and they're they have something that they desperately need to heal about them, you know, is that I don't need you to be perfect. Right. (laughs) And to behave in the way I need you to behave for me to see you and work with you and yeah, like be human with you. And that that is kind of where I feel like your video yesterday was really landing for me was this idea that like. So you could talk about your port wine stain. I could talk about my weight. Like, I would love to give 40 pounds back, you know? Like, and if I had a choice and I could, like, do it in the blink of an eye, would I do it? Absolutely, I would, you know? But that doesn't mean that I have to, like, hate where I am yeah. with it, you know? Like, I could actually... You also love yourself really and love know your worthiness. You know? Yeah. But even saying that feels counterintuitive, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and that that is the work, you know? And that that's what you're talking about that's what Lizzo's talking about Mm -hmm. that's what you know like that's what so many of us are working with is this idea that like sure there's things that come up for all of us especially if you're talking about the way that you look on the outside um and that that has nothing to do with this self-love conversation Mm -hmm. and that you can make those two things different and you know like do because it is just an energy you know like when I focus on that and I do love myself well then you do take better care of yourself which is great for the way that you look and the way that you feel girl, and what I'm you project my facials I'm every saying, five weeks like, and yes. taking care of my skin even though I fucking hate my skin you know like, your skin looks so good you know it does. Like, it's glowing yeah so <laughs> all of that and that like when I focus like on all of the miraculous parts of my body mm-hmm that things look better on me than they did before, you know? But nothing's really changed about the body. What changed was, like, my idea of it or what I made it mean, you know? Yeah. And divine timing and this, like, opportunity for the lesson to come up is, like, a million tiny chances (laughs) that you have to decide what does this mean. Yeah. And what it means is, oh, it's not working out today and I didn't get the result I wanted. Okay, so it's this or something better. Exactly. Okay, cool. Like, Boom. that's what it is. Mic drop. Thing. 14 and a half <laughs> no, minute right? episode. We can, we can we end the episode it. now. Put it in the can. Um, Just kidding. So, yeah, the lesson. I guess the other really funny thing about divine timing is um, the conversation of, like, what it means to be a match for something. Oh, yeah. Because, the like... energetic match situation. Yeah, like, all that any manifestation is is you vibrating at a space where you put out into the universe what it is that you're creating and you're a match for it and so then the universe is like oh by law here you go like have it but that we're not a vibrational match for the things that we want so often in the beginning because we got to do all this work that we talk about every week at you know length and that 
eventually you get to a place where you've removed enough of the weight and the baggage that you can become closer to a vibrational match and things start to happen and things start to shift, you know, and then you can get more and more leaning into that. Um, but that that is, we talked about gradually and then suddenly a little bit last week, you know, like that it seems like those things are like you're chipping away at the iceberg constantly and it's never actually going to get there until one day it's like critical mass and it's enough to push over the top and then things start to move suddenly, you know, where like it comes into space so much faster and to the point of, like you said, Disney. If you were ready to do Disney two years ago, she probably wouldn't have been ready. Yeah. You know, like, and that the timing of this is so much better for one million different reasons, you know, like, would it have been any different a couple of years ago if somebody would have just written you a check and sent you to Disney? Mm. It, it hits different. It hits really different. Yeah, like this is in that this is divinely aligned mm-hmm. for so many reasons because of the way that it's coming together, you know? So like in your estimation, if you would have been making $200,000 a year and had all the money and been able to do the paid vacation and take the time off and done it, like, would it seem better to do it sooner? No. No. Like, now you can look at it and be like, no, like, absolutely not. This was the way it was always supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And that is really interesting divine timing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, are there any, like, current trying to think of like current divine sticky lessons that are happening well um nothing that i can go into like mega detail with just out of respect for other people clearly um but okay sure <laughs> um so like this one portion of my life happening right now um it's really fucking hard it's hard to be in it's hard to watch um you know mental health is a bitch yeah um and I've done a lot of work and soul searching as far as like this one aspect of my life goes. And I feel like this thing is like a rock and that I'm a snake, like rubbing against this rock, shedding new skin. Mm -hmm. And that this rock is like fighting me at every freaking turn. Mm. And it is hard and it is sharp, razor sharp, will cut me to my core. And that in shedding the old skin and getting this new skin, Mm -hmm. I've never loved myself more and felt more confident and okay Mm -hmm. with who I am and where I am in my life. Yeah, that's a good word. And it fucking sucks. Isn't it weird? Like, that I didn't want it to happen this way. Of course not. Um, And I wouldn't wish this situation on anybody at all. Um, And that if I had to take a positive away from it, 
it's that through this really gnarly situation that I'm dealing with, um, something so beautiful has come from it for myself. And I can't say that for the other people involved. I think that we'll all get there. Yeah. Um, divine timing. It all happens at different paces for different people. Um, but I'm not so sure that if this hadn't had happened with the people it's happening with during this time, I mean, I guys, it's the weirdest thing. I, I can't, even put into words or explain the self-love and appreciation. So let me try and like, so what's so interesting about what you're talking about is like any time that you are in relationships with people and they're going through something that's not yours. Mm -hmm. And like you said, cuts like a freaking knife you know like um and that every opportunity that I've had to look at people that I love that are going through things that are not well, mine to you've go been through, through this a couple of times yes. um once when I was really young but also once just a couple of years ago you know yeah. um on a few different fronts like that sometimes the people that we love are going through things that are not meant for us to go through with them. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean we don't love them, but we get to choose ourselves. Yeah. Basically. And that choosing myself, the first time that I did it hardcore, I really punished myself long-term after doing that. You know, like that it hurt to let them go. It, um, I knew it was what was best for me. And I knew that I wasn't being who I could be while I wasn't letting that go. Um, but I also felt like a bad friend, you know, yeah. like I felt like a bad person for oh, abandoning yes. them, you know, yes. like, and that, that, but that ultimately I had to choose me. And that when I started doing that again, several years later, it like brought up all the trauma, you know, of the, I'm a bad person. I'm selfish. I'm selfish. I'm not looking yeah. at what's good for the whole, you know, right. like I, that there's so many consequences and people that are going to be, you know, impacted by this decision. Um, that all, but that still, it ultimately came down to like, but who are you going to choose? Are you going to choose you? And that is that silver lining that you're talking about, you know, like that if you had to scale out and look at something, no, you're not going to put Jessica through the pain of cutting to the core <laughs> constantly, you know, like that you are going to choose yourself. And that has nothing to do with the love, you know, that's there. But that those are really good examples of the lessons that we're talking about. Right. When it comes to like being who it is that we know we're capable of being, you know, like that the Laurie that in our examples now is running all of these businesses, you know, and making these things happen, that girl couldn't exist if she was willing to sacrifice her own needs to the point where she was doing for all of these other people and not for herself, you know? And that it took me 20 years to learn that lesson, you know? And that I had visions of things that I'm doing now all that time before, but I just 
hadn't learned the lesson yet, you know, like, and now I'm a lot better at it than I am. I won't say that I'm perfect at it, you know, like I still get Well, and that there's this societal, you know, expectation, especially for women that like we're nurturing maternal, um, selfless. I hate the term selfless. It's the worst. Um, what does that even mean? I selfless. hate it Gross. so much. Yeah. Like, and I know, God, half of you out there listening are probably like, <gasps> but, um, <laughs> you know, when like someone's talking about someone like, She's the most selfless. selfless. She's the most selfless. I'm like, Blech. ew. Yeah. No. Don't be selfless. <laughs> Don't be selfless. Be selfful. Right? I'm like, is selfful a thing? <laughs> I made um, it a thing just now. God, like, because we've been conditioned to, like, not choose ourselves. And I'm not talking about being selfish. I think it's okay to be selfish sometimes. I'm going to say it. I was. That's a weird word, too, though. It is weird. We need new terms. I was about to say, the vocabulary, I'm totally, uh, yeah, I'm not having it. We need new new verbiage for this. Because self-aware, I love. Being self-aware is like, yes. But being selfish is just a negative spin on somebody I think that's a projection. Yes. Selfish is a projection. Thank you. Um, but yeah, self-aware in all of these conversations, I feel like is more in alignment. But to your experience, right. what I'm saying is that you were conditioned in your generation yes. and my generation. It wasn't until recently where people are like, oh, hey, you know what? You can say no and still like live happily ever after right. and choose yourself and live a happy life and have love and, uh, you know, travel. And you yes. know what I mean? But like back then... It's like, no, you have to do everything for other people. And <laughs> yes, even if it fucking breaks have you. Have you heard the thing that Louise Hay does? Like, and this is old. This is probably from like 40 years ago. Where she reads the article in like a 1942 edition of Better Homes and Gardens magazine. Ew, I don't okay? know if I want to. Oh, God, it's so good. And I probably won't do it justice, but I'll like sum it up. Where she's like, things to do... Before your husband gets yeah, home from before work. before your husband gets home from work, you know? And it's basically like this, you know, things that you should do to be a good woman, you know? Iron his pajamas. Well, or like, <laughs> you know, tidy up the house because right, no man right, wants right. to come into a home in disarray and wash the kids' hands and faces and make sure that they're quietly reading, you know, because he's not going to want to be disturbed and make sure that you have dinner ready and maybe take a few minutes to freshen yourself up so you're looking crisp for him when he walks in the door, you know? like, And it's like, a million things that as it's coming out of Louise Hay's mouth, like the whole audience is hysterically laughing. They're like, <laughs> right, right, like I'm going to do that. <laughs> um, and so the whole thing was kind of like a joke. But at the end of it, she was like, and it's so true, like there's nothing wrong with any of those things. No. If that's what you want to do. But if you don't want to do any of those things, or some of those things or, or any, the, you know, whatever. You totally don't have to do that, you know? And it's so interesting to me because I talk about this a lot too. Like the fact that I am married to a man for decades and, you know, living in a ranch style house with a screened in back porch, like that I'm living a pretty traditional 
life with my cast iron skillets making <laughs> breakfast for Aubrey every day before he goes to work, you know? Right. And that there's plenty of days that I don't make breakfast and he eats oatmeal. <laughs> like, it's fine, you know? And that, but it doesn't, like, that I am hella progressive in 2022, you know? Like, and that there's still this thing about, like, me feeling like I want to be a good wife like I'm the best freaking wife on the planet <laughs> I might add okay like, <laughs> but then it doesn't still get in my head because of this conditioning that you're talking about because right. of this training that we had because of what I observed and that everybody is you know like walking this tight rope of like what do I actually want to do versus what I feel like I should do mm. that should word is so like tentative and the way that we feel like we should be spousing or parenting or adulting, you know, like that, that looks so many different ways for so many different people. Um, and if you're going to trust divine timing, you've got to really let go of this should conversation and just let what's happening be what it is, you know, and kind of use that as a jumping off point because just looking at it in business anyway. Like, there's a lot of things about the way that we should operate business that, like, all of this should not be enough. Mm -hmm. This really should not be working. It, on paper, <laughs> it shouldn't. But it is, you know? <laughs> it like, is. And on paper, it is, you know? Yeah. like. But, yeah, it's just so... I love the conversation about, like, the conditioning and what we should be doing versus what we are doing and how much of that is, to your point, like, just shit that we made up that we thought needed to be one way or the other. So stupid. I know. <laughs> but so cool. Um, so divine timing style, like look out. What's something like a year from now? What could actually happen a year from now? Almost October of 2023. Well, the podcast will be three years old. God weird because oh my god october 5th was our yeah. two years two years old yeah um god october of 2023 i imagine close to sponsorships maybe oh, we'll definitely have sponsorships by this time next year i'm like next week yeah next month um yes um, a million times yes and um, high-paying clients wanting our time to teach in salon or not just salon, in office classes yeah. on energy work and Public breath speaking. work yeah, and totally. all the things. Yeah. Um, multiple Costa Rica trips. I'm like, we'll be in Thailand. Yep. Because we're working you go with, to Bali you know, a little bit, a new, you know, uh, yeah, a new situation, yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm hoping to maybe have a little nest egg to where maybe by 2024 we can really maybe start exploring a beauty line or yeah, something like that. Well, because there's so many different potential paths and that's mm -hmm. another thing about like divine timing that I think is so interesting um for 
our whole concept of like, let's just see what happens and maybe we'll do it and maybe we won't. Um, that there are so many things that we still haven't even tried yet that I know um, are on the table. But that we are making connections and cultivating friendships with people mm-hmm. who have done the things yes. that we want to do. Totally. It's the way that works. And they like us. <laughs> We're pretty likable. We hadn't noticed. It's so <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, divine what timing. About you? What do you imagine October of 2023? Oh my gosh. So many places to go. Yeah. Lots I'm of, all about Bali and Thailand. Yeah. Like lots of places I want to visit. Um, and then just like new things that we're learning to do. You know, like I'm excited for us to get into new modalities of yeah, healing like, work, you oh, know, yeah. and like I want to do a yoga, do your body certification. Yeah. yeah. Like um, more dance stuff and movement um, pieces. I'm excited about like writing books and, you know, like creating other forms of media to put out um, besides podcasting and, you know, like Ooh. some of the live stuff that we do. You know what else? Hmm. Because we are one degree of Kevin Bacon away from so many people. Oh my God, it's crazy. Yeah. Not actually Kevin Bacon. Yeah. I mean, I'm but into you know Kevin Bacon. Like, I like him. Um, I do know the game. I don't like I'm sorry, Kevin Bacon. Excuse me? I, listen, I know. What's Footloose, wrong with Kevin right? Bacon? I know. Oh my God. You We're are... going to have to talk about this <laughs> off the air because... I know what we're recording next week. Um, <laughs> What's Jessica's beef with Kevin Bacon? Um, no, um, he's actually really funny. I've seen him in interviews. He's actually mean, really he's adorable. Likeable. Like I just I can't. All right. But it's okay. Um, no, Kevin Bacon, you're great. Um, but we are one degree of Kevin Bacon away from some really, really big some celebrity guests. Celebrities. Yes. I see um, celebrity guests in our future. That. A year ago, we were like five degrees away from. And we were like kind of joking that they would even right. be as close like, as they are right now. Yeah. of the week. Yeah, right. And um, yeah. Um, now it's like, oh, this could actually totally happen. It's already, yeah, it's already done. So yeah, books, traveling, celebrity guests. Yeah. Um, and just more freaking fun, man. Like the things are, life is fun. Things are good. Life is fun. Um. And I see more of that coming in the future, more figuring that mm-hmm. kind of stuff mm-hmm. out. Yummy. So deep trust, deep trust, deep trust. Mm-hmm. Um, deep trust. It's all happening. This or something better. Mm-hmm. Any other last thoughts before we wrap this whole divine timing conversation? No, I feel, I feel complete. I feel complete. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, we love you guys. Thank trust you guys. that divine timing in your life. Um, if this episode spoke to you share it with somebody that you think will enjoy it and we'll see you next week bye